Welcome to the podcast, everybody. My name is Danny Cola. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Action Coffee. If you want to start your day right and with some of the best coffee around, you want to go to www.drinkaction.com right now. That's action with a K. A-K-T-I-O-N for some of the best coffee that you've ever had in your life. Now home of the Amplified Coffee, which is MCT infused coffee, supporter of the keto diet. If you want to fuel yourself with some healthy, healthy fats, using the Amplified Action Coffee is going to be the way to go. I remember using the uh, Amplified Coffee when we were doing the Viking Ninja White Belt prep courses. Fueled us through the entire couple days and it was awesome. It was great, great feeling that type of way. I drink action every morning. I get after it and so can you too. If you uh, go to the website, drinkaction.com right now and use promo code Danny at checkout, you get 12% off your order of action coffee. They also have K-Cups. So if you are doing the Keurig, we got you covered there. That's drinkaction.com, promo code Danny for 12% off. This episode is also brought to you by Well Vibes Organic. Well Vibes Organic is a CBD company, cannabidiol, the other side of the cannabis plant, the non-psychoactive property part. It's great for any sort of anti-inflammatory situations you may have going on, whether that's physical, in our muscles, in our joints, in our bones, or if it's like mental stress, mental inflammation, so to speak, right? CBD is a great way to kind of physically and mentally decompress and get yourself in a parasympathetic state, which Howard and I talk about a lot when we get together. So go to wellvibesorganic.com right now at checkout. You can get 20% off if you use promo code Danny at checkout. Very simple. If you haven't tried CBD and you want to give it a shot, wellvibesorganic.com right now. It's high quality CBD oil in tincture form, in capsule form, in balm form, and there's even stuff for dogs. Check out Well Vibes Organic today. And now, this episode of the podcast, I get to talk to my friend Howard Bowens on Instagram at Body by Bowens. This guy's super smart. And in this podcast, we talk about the benefits of the steel mace, really, and why we like working out with it so much. It's a really fun podcast. Howard and I always go down some fun avenues and break down things from different perspectives. He's an interesting dude to talk to, and I really enjoy these conversations, and I hope that you do too. So enjoy it, and if you like what you hear today, please rate, review, and share this podcast. Much love, folks. Enjoy the show. I want to talk steel mace, dude, because I use it more and more every week. Yeah. I'm really a a big fan on it. Uh, And and you break down things pretty easily for me to understand. And then it helps me in my teaching game. Sure. You know what I'm saying? So let's let's first explain to the people your definition of what a steel mace is. How do you describe what a steel mace is to people? Because it's like, talk to people, it's like, hey, I use a steel mace. You, you use a what? You're talking about mace? Like, tss, that it's kind a, of mace? It's a, it's a, it's a weapon. It's I mean, a weapon. It's a, it's a weapon that's been turned into an extra, a piece of exercise equipment. And we can go back to, like, the Viking time. Yeah, Viking right? time. The Norsemen using um, this mace. I mean, mace. really, man, all, all over the world, people were using some kind of a, 
a mace, whether it was like a long one, like the, the standard mace we use now, or whether it was a shorter mace, but just having a, you know, something with a rod with a heavy, something at the end to hit somebody over the head with, you know, to defend yourself. Exactly. A bit. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's weird to think about like, what if you were living in that time and using the steel mace in defense, as opposed to using this as a tool to align I, your body. You know, I, I catch myself thinking about a lot that a lot. I mean, even before I started really? using the steel mace, I almost feel like, you know, I would watch like war videos and stuff or war movies uh-huh. from like today's time where they're like, you know, shooting each other from like far away and all that stuff. And I'm almost like, I almost feel like that's just, I know it's way more gruesome to just probably hand to hand combat, like how, you know, like people's arms like hanging off, like sure. getting hit in the head, like, you know, all that stuff. Um, trying to, trying to make this sound just not creepy. No, in a way, it would. but come there's something it. a little bit more like poetic and just more epic about like the idea that people actually had to go up to one another. You know what I mean? And yeah. like there was some kind of like a skirmish happening to where like your chances of survival, if you're like probably strong, you know, and, and had skill were fairly high. Yeah. I mean, if you get shot, you get shot. You know, I, I don't know. Does that That's make sense? True. Yeah, for sure. I feel like I don't know that like, anyone's going to want to fuck with you if you're a bigger, stronger guy with a mace. Like right. Your chances of even something barbaric going down are lower because no one wants to fuck with that higher man in the totem pole. Right. In my, I mean, the way I am now, I just love training. So I know I would be training then. You know what I mean? I'd be, and I'd have that extra motivation of like survival in mind. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, so you're coming from know. deep ancestry of fighters and people who have it in you to go and do it. But I'm just saying like when people complain about like their life and stuff that they're doing and granted, everyone's got their own way to go through things and their perspective on life. But like, we don't have to defend ourselves with steel maces. Right. You know what I'm saying? We don't, we don't have to use those tools yeah. <laughs> to fight for how we're going to like defend our family and get food and all that shit. Right. We're using this tool in 2019 to strengthen our body, to align ourselves back up from the bullshit, sitting in a desk, no movement type lives that we've been accustomed to living. You Definitely. know, So like this tool is coming back from time so that it can show you, hey, this is what our ancestors used to defend themselves stay in shape what have you they used it to practice some sort of movement art and we're using it now years thousands of years later like i said as a corrective tool definitely you know what i'm saying and so again how do you explain what a steel mace is to people that never heard about it like i just i mean that's that's how i'm telling like it just looks like a weapon like a long like a long rod with a heavier weight at the end of it and you just have to understand how to use your body to kind of like uh, manipulate the mace and vice versa. Yeah, know? for sure, dude. Um, it's a fun tool. It's fun to exercise. And how how do you use it specifically? Do you have a number of sets and reps and what types of exercises you want to do when you before you pick it up? Or do you pick it up and you're like, all right, what am I feeling today? Um... So when I work out personally now, I don't, this is going to sound terrible. I don't, I don't keep track of sets and reps at all anymore. No more. I just, not even not, as like a not guide. because I don't think it's important. I, I just say maybe as a guide, maybe as a guide, sure. but with the mace for me, myself, I just like to get out and just be creative with it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And when I run into different, uh, you know, new movements and, and try to understand what it's doing to my body, like, how does it feel when I'm in this position? So I might hold that position to say like five seconds just to see, you know, how does my foot feel? How does my knee feel? Like, how do my hips feel Th- throughout the entire body? Like, how am I feeling? How do I feel like this effect is changing that? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll just go and just keep doing it sometimes until I can't do it anymore. You know, I'll just, I'll mix it up. It's more like play for me which I think is, I think it's important at some point to make exercise not such a, uh, a chore. Yeah. Or a structured thing. Yeah. Dude, I think you solved the, you solved the conundrum right there. It's becoming play for you. Right. Right. And I think when, when something becomes play, it's not, like you said, a chore, it's not work. It's something that I need to do that, you know, makes me feel a certain way. Yeah. I think that's pretty cool. And don't get me wrong. I think I definitely understand the importance of like sets, reps, keeping track of that stuff, volume, basically over a period of time, if you're training for something or yeah. you're trying, you're looking for, you know, ways to identify your gains that, you know, that you're getting, I get that. But to me, I'm just, I've become more in tune, I think with just how my body feels. Mm-hmm. So I don't really need numbers personally to convince me that I'm getting, you know, getting better or moving better. I can feel it. I can, I can feel how different movements change, how it's carrying over to everyday life. Um, I can tell. And then I, I use a, um, a method of evaluation called body reading. This is cool. This is something that I want to get into more because I feel like, dude, I feel like I'm there. Like I'm an intuitive kind of guy. Dude, and body I, reading is Body reading is so dope. I'm telling you. And it, you were talking about the fascial lines yeah. and how that kind of you know works together with body reading. Definitely. So I, break this down. Well, how does this assessment work? I know we put, we talked a little bit about it. We but, did, but I mean, okay. So it, it, imagine you know I see someone standing in front of me from just like head on. Okay, they're standing up. So I'm trying to see like how their body decides to organize itself. Um, in relation to another segment in the body. So I'm looking at the head, you know, where's the head at in relation to like the shoulders and the clavicle, like in the, in the rib cage and where's the rib cage look in relation to the hips and the hips in relation to the knees. So I'm just going down through the body and kind of seeing, you can almost start to see like shifting uh-huh. in each, in each body part, uh-huh. depending on how the person decides to organize themselves. Shifting, shifting of the, of the major structures of the body. Like sometimes uh-huh. you, if you just look at someone and you look at their, uh, say, look, you put their hands on their on the sides of the rib cage, uh-huh. and then you put the hands on the sides of the hip. A lot of times, you'll find just from you know a frontal plane standpoint that they're not in alignment. Like the rib cage might almost the hips might seem like they're a little bit shifted one way, and the hips just slightly the other way. So this is body reading require physical touch and like looking at them together or can you just do this without physically touching of somebody when you get good enough at it you you don't need to physically touch someone but i physically touching someone definitely reinforces that you're like seeing the right thing Hmm. you know because sometimes you know people are wearing clothes so like that okay so you put you put your hands on their hips and the rib cage you're noticing uh kind of uh not not aligned start structure sure right and what what are you specifically looking for as far as alignment like posture everything lengthening up nice and tall in a straight line and from you know from the median looking outwards like how do you yeah i'm just what are you looking for is good 
I'm I'm looking for just as close to uh, aligned like sp- through the spine basically so as nice. much as possible. What, just a nice norm- easy alignment when they're standing. Okay. That's I mean when you just tell someone just to stand there and try to relax, that's you're gonna get like the truest form of like how is your body? What does it look like when you're just like standing there? You know, and to me that's gonna give me that can give me great insight as to how that's gonna affect their movement, but you have to really practice so, so much to get mm. to a point where you start to understand, oh, okay, I can see that if my if your someone's hips shift it to the right a little bit more, it might be a lot easier for them to do an anterior lunge with their right leg and their left leg might have trouble shifting over because for some reason, posturally, their hips are already kind of shifted to the right a little bit. Mm. Um, so when they step with that right leg, they're far easier for them just to, their hips to just glide over to support the knee and the ankle. Whereas on the other side, that might be what causes the instability in their leg when they step with the left because their hips can't glide, shift over to the left side to support the knee and the ankle. See, that's really intricate stuff. That takes years of exercise and watching people, paying attention to your body. That's And it's so situational, too. It is. It is. Which is crazy to think about. And that's what makes it fun, man, because you're on the fly. You're just seeing stuff, you know, like... I, I went through a uh, program called Anatomy Trains. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were talking about that last time. Yeah, it, they have a manual therapy program. It's all based off of fascial relationships, right, right, yep. looking at structure to yep. understand the fascial relationships. And so, you know, most of the people in those courses are manual therapists. Um, so I was a unique person coming from a, you know, movement therapy or a movement background. And kind of right away, I could. I started seeing like all kinds of different connections that people necessarily weren't seeing in the class. And it's just who was telling you this a teacher it was like, Hey, you're spot on with this. Well, How'd no you- one else was really concerned with movement. They're all manual therapists. So they're all, they're all looking at like massage and relaxation, which is great, but it's like your, your massage and stuff and the manual therapy is preparing them to move. So like at some point they have to cross paths to point. move. Yeah, yeah. And you know, a lot of, a lot of, manual therapists don't have any type of a movement background so they like it's just very basic you know i wonder if that's why isik and aaron furry are so good at what they're doing because they both were massage therapists before they got into this movement hands down hands down i'm telling you when you i accidentally started got like stumbled into that first course and i didn't like i was i tried to like email the teacher and tell her like hey i got into the wrong course i don't know if you want me like put my hands on people and stuff like that and, you know, she was like, no, come, come like, check it out. I think you would definitely benefit from it as a personal trainer and someone who's interested in, in fascia and stuff. She's like, the best way to learn about fascia is to f- feel it and feel it like while people are moving and then feel what it feels like when you are able to release different, you know, if someone has any type of like fascial adhesions or whatnot Mm. uh once that gets released like you can you can feel the difference you can see the difference you can feel it on someone else it's cool dude i gotta learn more about that yeah it's it's you know the the path that they you typically take as a personal trainer is not necessarily going to lead there because you have to decide to specialize in that Mm. and personal training education is, is very limited um, like you, yeah. you kind of have to like do a little bit of t- do a little bit of work to get outside of like your typical because it, it focuses on trends mostly trends yeah like I mean specific be specific here you know let's talk about 
like uh, hit training is a trend, right? Oh, like, oh, th- like trend. things like that. Oh, like I get, yeah, 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 no, yeah. Oh, I get what you're saying as far as like training, education, training, education, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so certifications, like, right, and, right, and different classes and different yeah. types of books that you can get. Yeah, for sure. So for sure. you know, people will typically guide you in like a handful of different directions. Which I mean, not not knocking that at all. That's great, but you know, they're never really going to get in to tell you to go into like manual therapy, you know? Um, I've so never heard it once that's, in that's 13 like, years. Right, how how right. long have you been a trainer? Since 2008, 2007? Yeah, no. Um, 2000, right, 2012 yeah. okay so that's still like yeah. a better half of a decade yeah. just like yeah. into the field like i got my certification when i was 18 yeah okay and yeah. i went to national personal training institute you've mm-hmm. heard about this no what do you have what's your certification um right now it's i think ncsf yeah see it doesn't yeah. matter what it is is it no it doesn't it, matter you, and you know what there's probably a lot of people that don't even re-up their certification let me actually give you a funny story about that Please. so I actually, so I had my CSCS first. Okay. Um, and I was like freaking out about it. You know, like I was like, I need this. I need to get CSCS. Everybody was, everyone who talks about getting their CSCS is like, I need to study so hard for yeah. this. This is the hardest test, most reputable certification, whatever. Right. And, you know, I did it, took it, you know, passed it or whatever. And I was young at the time. This was like when I first started. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was just like super lazy and I didn't, I didn't do the CEUs or whatever it CPDUs, was. Like, yeah, every yeah. two years you got to yeah, get it done I, did, for... I just didn't do it. Like yeah. I haven't, I really had no reason why I was just like, you want to talk about two years going by really fast is when you get certified in something. Yeah, and exactly. Like, <laughs> and then the next time you look over, you're like, like, Oh man, like, Oh shit, it expired. Exactly. And I'm like <laughs> traveling and I don't know, it's not going to happen. Um, so, um, and I, you know, it's, it was good, but it's like nothing. It's nothing crazy. I'll put it that way. Yeah. I definitely learned most of my stuff for with like the education I got after that. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. I yeah. guess it sets a good foundation. It gives you some credibility. You want to get a job at Equinox yeah. Yeah. or something. I was going to say, it depends on where you want to get a job, basically. Yeah. I, so I tell people that, that ask me about getting into the field all the time. I'm like, your best bet is to fucking find a good mentor mm-hmm. and like hang out yeah. with them as much as you can. For sure. You know? And you just have to a have a good desire you have to have a desire to learn. Yeah. Like that's period. Huge. Like and doing things like you mentioned last time we spoke about just listening to podcasts, like constantly, Every and day, like, dude. you know, man, I started, so there's this app called, um, the great courses. Mm-hmm. It's called the great courses plus. Um, and it's a bunch of college courses from like, you know, award-winning, um, instructors like across the nation, cool, all different, tons of different fields. And each, each, uh, like I guess each topic is like a series of lectures of maybe 12, 15 like hour long lectures sometimes mm-hmm. where it's just gets so deep into a certain subject. So like I've like, I have that and I use that for like, I use that for like gardening and stuff. Dude, I use that best. for all kinds of different theology. Um, and it's amazing. I mean, it's like, a podcast on steroids basically if yeah you, if you like listening to like yeah college level lectures and stuff um i understand like podcasts obviously could be way more chill like sometimes you don't want to listen to sure you know something easy to listen to yeah, like you a Rogan, wanna, you know? yeah yeah the personality like you know you got a nice personality right i you know i can listen to that and be like oh i can laugh and stuff right, like that right um so Relate a little bit podcasts are much easier much easier to listen um but sometimes i do like to have that 
a lot of just knowledge, a lot of research. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you, especially when it's something, somebody of like a, that, that is a professor that has that credibility, that has that experience that, you know, has been doing it for 25, 30 years. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's super, that's super interesting. But bring it back to personal training certifications and learning the, you know, fascial lines and, you know, that type of intricate information as far as training, it doesn't really come by in this, this trendy style of getting your certification. Right, right. right. So basically what, you know, what happened is I just started hearing about anatomy trains, the book, um, just like randomly at different workshops. Like, I don't know, one guy would like mention like, oh, there's this book called anatomy trains. Um, actually when I was at Equinox, they referenced it like briefly about something. Mm. And a lot of people I met were kind of talking a little bit about the book itself. But then, then I realized like literally nobody had read, read the book. It's a, it's a, they talk about it all the time. They never read it. I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, Oh, I started, you know, like I started it, but like, you know, whatever. And so I, I read, I started reading the book and it's a, I mean, it's, it's a serious read. It's, it's definitely no joke. Um, but I'm a big reader. So I kind of like this one, dude. you know, this is, it's intense. It it, it is this. I'm pointing this book right now. The neuroendocrine system. That to me, like you look at it and take, you read a couple of pages and it's like, what the hell did I just read? Yeah. And I got to reread it. And I got to reread it. And it's okay. Even too, like you talk about, this is the second or third time I heard you talk about anatomy trains yeah. and talk about even the, uh, the class that you took for learning fascial lines and all that. But when I hear that a second time or a third time, I'm like, oh, okay. It yeah. just kind of sits into my head a little bit. And I think that's the same thing when I read these intense books. It's like, be patient enough to go through it a couple times. It's like, right. it's not going anywhere. And, uh, and right what, what actually might happen is you'll read something there and you'll understand little pieces and then you'll read something else that just like helps you put all the pieces together. Yes, for sure. So that's what started. I mean, with, with anatomy trains, that's basically what started happening. I read the book. I got a, a little understanding of what was happening and it, it helped me tremendously still. Um, but then I started reading other things and I was able to connect it right in with that. I started, I took another certification with the Gray Institute um, called CAFS. It's a really like C-A-F-S, great certification. And what's um, the premise there? It's called like Applied Functional Science. So they, they just go through like a ton of different movements and they categorize a ton of different movements and just break them all down. Like all the movements you can do, you know, with the shoulder, with the arms, with the entire body and like how to assess things and it just have like a, a mental, a better understanding of how to categorize everything. So you can kind of pull exercises out quicker, you mm-hmm. know, like if I see someone's shoulder and it's not doing what I want, how do I get it to do, do I do it what I want or to do what I want it to do? Mm-hmm. And you know, what type of different external loads I can use to best facilitate that. Sure. You know? Um, so once you have a system in your head for that, I was able just to blend that right in with my understanding of fascial lines. And it was just like, boom, that was it. So now it's like, it's fun for me. Like I, I like my brain just like, boom, 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 constantly working. You know, I'm looking at someone and I'm like, what's happening in their body. And I'm like guessing what's going to happen when they take a step. Sometimes it's right. You know, I'll take mental this note is of fucking it. cool. Man. So it's cool. Yeah. In the summertime, I'm going to have to like come to work with you 
yeah. and like yeah. watch <laughs> i'm serious i know it might be kind of weird but it's like bring your friend to work day yeah but like no honestly like i want to just like come and hang out and just kind of watch you train and pay attention to the things that you do yeah if it's cool you know oh, and this way like i can just get that i'm serious like get that information like you're going through that and yeah. watch you do it pay attention to how you train people the sequence of exercises you use and what's going to be beneficial for that in particular person like that's that's really you know it's good it's hard to come by like you know yeah. like you would be in my in my eyes a mentor somebody that i would want to like keep close in my circle to kind of just pay attention to how you're, you're doing things oh i appreciate it man yeah sure. it's it's um because i don't think about that i don't i don't think about that at all like I, even reps and sets and exercise i look at the person and there's definitely a little bit of that body reading going on in my in my yeah. eyes i see how they stand i pay attention to how they lunge and step and how much uh, mobility they have in their hips when they step laterally or diagonally or you know whatever it is so i'm seeing that and then I use the exercises that I've been using over a course of years, you know, integrating it with unconventional offset kettlebell and steel mace stuff. Yeah. And like to a degree, that's been like working really well. Yeah, you for know sure. What I'm saying exactly. But if I could intensify a little bit that and, and and pick up some new things and add them into what I'm doing, like why not? You're exact. That's exactly it. You're basically you're already starting to see things, patterns, and in trying to gain the best understanding you can. But if you don't have information, you're just not gonna know what to look for at times. Yeah. So the more information you start getting, the more, you know, processing wise, just in your it's just gonna start painting a different picture for you, basically. Yeah, for you know? sure. It's like I'm starting like I said, seeing in like through through lenses that like, whoa, I'd never looked at this, looked at life and movement like this before, but now it's like I go to the airport and it's like crazy i'm just right. like looking at everybody like oh why is that person moving that way why is that person walking that way that person's slightly leaned back in their upper body oh this person's like dude I, over and i like, do the same thing with my soccer team yeah. or with any athletes that i'm trying to evaluate yeah like i pay attention to how they run you know like why are they bobbling their head this way why are their arms moving this way why are their legs kicking out as they come down like i pay attention to this stuff why is their neck fully like, extended yeah. out as they're really trying to gain ground it's like Maybe these are the things that we can tweak over time to maximize that specific athlete's potential or optimize them in a certain way. And it, so for a lot of my clients, it is, I, I tell them like, I'm going to help you find your, you know, your athleticism that you, you know, like a lot of clients will come and they'll, the first thing they'll say is I'm not coordinated. I'm not athletic at all. I want to find your hidden athlete. Inside you know what you. I mean? I, I just think based on like what I know now, based on the structure I can just get a way better understanding of how I can take someone who, you know, was never fast before. And like, I could, I feel fairly confident I can make that person fast or be able to run their first sprint in their life. They felt like they were actually moving or be able to jump, you know? Sure. And yeah. so that's kind of my thing now. It's like, I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's an interesting understanding of things. That's dude. It's really awesome. And I'm glad I've met you when you're kind of thinking along those lines. So, um, you, when you use the steel mace, you don't pay attention to sets and reps. You're just kind of using it for play, which is 
awesome. Yeah. But talk to me a little bit about if you don't really understand the fundamentals of that, how play can get you into trouble. Definitely. And that's a, that's a great point. Yeah. That's what I was saying before. I understand the importance of the volume and, and keeping track. Yeah. Of it. See, like it's okay because you're yeah. an experienced person. Right. You're an right. Experienced it, trainer. It, exactly. You've done this. So that's very, very important to, to understand. But like with a mace, because of its length, because of the offset weight, if you're yeah. not paying attention and being mindful, so they say, of how you're moving it, you can really F your shit up. Absolutely. Because it, it causes a dramatic shift in your center of mass. Now, to give you a quick example, um, we know if you're squatting, your knees are shooting forward. We, we really don't want that to be right. a habit. Knees right? in line with the toe. They say right. weight on your heels. Right. So if we know that the mace kind of has a dramatic shift, if I have the mace some particular way, say my arms are extended and the mace head's going to be in front of me mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm like trying to go into a squat mm-hmm. and, and, I, you, and your, your arms are on the outside and the mace on the outside, right, of, it's your on the leg, outside right? of my leg. And I know that. So I know that that mace is going to facilitate my body to kind of shift forward mm-hmm. in my lower body, especially since my arms are extended as I squat down. Okay. I already have that as a problem. So like I could potentially mess my knee up by adding that extra little load mm. shifting forward, thinking that I'm doing a cool mace move. Um, so for me, people, you have to have an understanding of, if you have a better understanding of how your body is now, maybe like your strengths and weaknesses, it's it's much safer to use the mace. Definitely. Yeah. So I would highly recommend just going to a coach. If you've never, use the mace before rather than just buying a mace and thinking you can do it on your own. Um, unless you're like a trainer or someone who works in movement a lot, I would just recommend hiring someone. 100%. Like yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I, listen, I'm a 13 year veteran trainer. Yeah. I, I like to, I don't, I don't ever like to say I'm an expert in anything, but it's really difficult for me to pick up, you know, the mace and learn new stuff without this, the help of someone like you or the help of TJ or Zane or Jimmy, you know, like, or Isik to have, you know, guys like that, you know, influence me. It's much easier for me to go ahead and use that, like given my expertise, but yeah. I will agree with you hundred percent. Like if you're just somebody that wants to get into this, go to a coach, go take a class. Now a you're going to see like, actually check out, you know, First of all, look at Viking Ninja, Viking Ninja Steel Mace. For sure, for sure. At Viking Ninja Steel Mace. 100%. At yeah. Viking Ninja Steel Mace, Viking Ninja Academy, VKNJ. VKNJ right? Steel April, Mace. April 27th and 20... Check 20, it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> April 27th and 28th is the White Belt course, which yeah. is uh, highly recommended. I take, I've taken the prep courses. You and I were going to be there. Yeah, uh, highly recommended. Like This is the real deal when it comes to really learning the foundations Definitely. Of steel mace. Definitely. 100%. And it's it's you're gonna be working with the best minds in steel mace right now. The hundred percent. Period. There's no question about Period. that. Period. So I mean the fact that it's so close, man, I was so excited that Viking Ninja was like for based sure. out of what Chicago what Chicago, Dude, you know what I mean? I, I was like, What? I'm definitely driving well, there. Well, I found out about Viking Ninja because I signed up for the kettlebell course that yeah. on it was doing at MSP mm-hmm. and I was like oh cool this is like literally down the street from my house this is gonna be work out nice for sure so you know when I went over there 
they were talking about Viking Ninja, and I, I think I was telling you, like, I still didn't really understand, like, what, how all that connected with yeah. Onnit, Kettlebell, Primal was there, Viking Ninja. Like, I still didn't understand it. But then, you know, over time you learn, it's like, oh, it's a separate thing. Right. It's all steel mace and body weight. And, um, you well, know. The thing about the thing about the fitness industry period, like, especially in education, it's it's a small it's a small world, especially with unconventional exercise. Sure, sure. So unconventional, you, you, know, you know. All I mean, these guys know each other. Yeah. They're all, I'm sure, friends. Have been boys at some point in time. Like cross paths. It's just not. It's not one. that big yet. I mean, it's gonna be humongous here for sure, um, because it just it just works a lot better. Exactly. You know what I mean than what we're used to doing. Like so much better. Like you want to feel better. You want to have fun doing this. Yeah. Like. Again, the steel mace isn't going to solve all your problems. It works in combination with a lot of other things yeah. like you know, eating properly, getting proper rest, <clears throat> making sure you're doing your mobility and durability exercises. For sure. And if those things are put together nicely, you know, the steel mace will benefit, you'll get more aligned, your imbalances will start to strengthen. It will help your power lifting movements if conventional lifting is what you'd like to do so like it all works together i I hate thinking that there's one formula or magic pill or magic exercise or diet that's going to get you to where you want to be right the idea is that a lot of these things they work together right right definitely and uh there's just a you know with the steel mace it just promotes so many different things you know um and you and it's you don't have to like get crazy with the with the weight or anything like that. Yeah, you don't. Um, ten pounders work. A ten pound mace. I would say a fifteen pound is pretty universal for you know. Yeah. You know it's pretty universal. It's, Definitely. He, it's heavy enough. Like if you understand what you're doing, you can get a phenomenal workout quickly. I use a twenty regularly. Really, you're at that stage, yeah. huh? I mean, I just I'm just saying like that is like I think I will always kind of be a twenty pound guy. Um, what about I, when you do like extended? arm poses like um the archer pose i with, use a 20 for that now dude, too. with a 20 pounder yeah that's hard yeah i mean you got to work your way up to it yeah. period what about like rotational uh archers so let's say you know you want to completely do a 180 turn to the side in a lunge and extend that archer pose that's not easy to do and keep your body straight with a 10 pounder it's not easy let alone a 20 pounder. um i'm excited to talk to you about fascial lines and how that can be helpful okay I, well not on this pot like not, you not first, I would, it would take me take a, a while time. like yeah would, you know there's yeah, to be day long courses but you know that, what so. this will be this will be for when i come shadow you at work definitely you know because you know if you can get the fascial relationships together structure adds to strength so much structure adds to strength right so alignment body alignment so you're, you're, when your body's in, you know, if we're talking about levers and whatnot, mm-hmm. there's lever angles that are ideal mm-hmm. for exerting a, a certain amount of force, so on and so forth, that can make the distribution of force through your body feel a lot easier and be a lot easier on the structure of your body as well. You know, mm-hmm. um, just look at the difference between using your hips more when you're squatting, you're going to be overall a lot stronger. You have a lot more supporting you. That's like a structural change you personally could make. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you were to say, if you were to do a posterior pelvic tilt and try to squat, you're not going to have any stability in that. Squat, right. 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 So right. just that small, that's a small movement really. 
Um, so when you start to release the fascial lines and allow your body to be able to get into better position when you get in, into these different movements um, and then strengthening those lines of tension in your body, then things just become just becomes much easier yeah that makes a lot of sense yeah. actually now that i think about it because like, like if i like when i just start new move and i'm in that like lunge and i'm re rotating and i'm doing an archer pose it's very uncomfortable and it, right, right and it's like oh this is like okay well i need to keep moving this and doing this but it's funny the more you do it you just your body just kind of like oh okay right this is how it's supposed to be and right. it feels really fucking good and it looks good right you know yeah and i think that would be like kind of the equivalent to okay finally starting to develop those or transfer that type of strength when you're strengthening that alignment and how it kind of right together and so you just asked me about my training before so part of my training too is i'll get into a movement and i'll if i feel something a little off i'll like start to think about what that could be in my body mm. Um, and then I, you know, I'll just like immediately stop that movement, go work on, I'll work on like mobility in that particular area and then redo the movement and see how it feels, you know? So I'm, I'm like, and I think that truly should be like kind of how we train on our own. It's like, oh, this doesn't feel right. Let me work it out a little bit. Oh, that feels a little bit better. Great. Cause I want to be doing good reps when I'm practicing. You know what I mean? Dude, that makes so much sense. And like, I'm a huge proponent of paying attention to like, obviously how you're feeling, but yeah. I say it a lot when I'm coaching my athletes. So if we're going through a dynamic warm up and we're doing some mobility stuff before we start playing, after we've kind of like really starting to, to, you know, get the blood flow and breaking a sweat. Yeah. I tell the kids like, Hey, pay attention to how your hip feels, knee feels, feet, ankles, shoulders when we're doing these stretches. And if there's any questions that you have on, on ways to kind of like better that, this is the communication that we can start to open between coach and player. And you can start to learn really how your body feels during what movements. Yeah. You know, so even it's hard. It is hard. Yeah. It is hard. And even though I feel like I didn't get taught that, yeah. I just know that that's how you go about teaching younger people how to pay attention to this type of shit. Yeah. Like listen and feel out what you're feeling during this like let's say we're doing walking high knees something super basic we're going for like a 10 yard you know dynamic walking high knees and then another 10 yard jog right after pay attention to how your hips are feeling pay attention to how your glutes are are firing in this spot uh, you know what toes are hitting the ground what's not what yeah. little pains you might have here and there and what's best way to find a protocol so that we can feel better and really maximize potentially exactly you know no, you, that's exactly right you're just you're you're just paying attention you're having you're building awareness yes building awareness yeah. so Super you just important. become you're like building a relationship with your body so you're understanding your body better yeah um and when you can do that the maintenance on your body is going to be much easier yeah and you don't have to then deadlift 500 pounds right you don't yeah, you know exactly. there's no, like that, i feel like that type of stuff is not even transferable anyway yeah and it just we like, don't get me wrong. The, we talked about the nervous system stuff before. Yeah. So like when you're lifting that heavy constantly yeah. all the time, you're in that you're in that static state. Yeah. Or that what do you call that sympathetic state? Yeah. yeah. Constantly. Right. Right. We want to fight or get the hell out. Yeah. You know? Or if you want to make it even simpler to understand, just your body when it wants to protect itself, it usually stabilizes. That's its that's its adaptation. Yeah. So that's why we're doing more resistance. You get more stabilization occurring. 
as a result because your body's trying to stiffen up to protect those areas that it recognized as being weaker areas right yeah um so so what would be because the key is balancing a a sympathetic versus parasympathetic state right technically we want to be in that parasympathetic state most of the time right uh yes right right we want to stay in that recovered breasted state especially when we're doing our activities to help us survive essentially if we're looking in this evolutionary standpoint but but in your professional opinion how often should we be in that static state how often should we be, be deadlifting 500 pounds and really put pushing ourselves through that level? i guess as often as you want to like listen like if you're just like lifting really heavy that's fine i mean i'm not saying don't lift heavy ever yeah. because you know whatever i'm just trying to say like from a truly a health standpoint longevity standpoint, longevity standpoint um it depends on it just depends on the person yeah it's true so Maybe it's some too, too you know, general a question sometimes people come to me and they are in desperate need of that sympathetic because they they're so parasympathetic i would consider that person extremely passive individual yes like you tell them to do something and they just they can't get any activation happening it's just like a noodle you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um so to me i'm trying to get there get some excitation going throughout Mm. their body so that they have some more stability going through their body. So they're not just being like, life's not just like beating them around, you know, from their body standpoint, they're able to, you know, command their movement. They're able to command what they want to do. So for that person, most of their training might be training for their sympathetic nervous system might to get them stronger. But, you know, a lot of these power lifters and stuff like that we see, their ad their adaptation is to stiffen up so that they can handle more of the load so you know for them it's just something they love doing but long term for them it it could be it could be bad you know because for they're sure. they're really taxing that system and they're kind of training their body to like keep that system on for speaking, extended amounts of time speaking of that have you watched that Ronnie Coleman documentary no, on, I haven't. on Netflix? I heard about it, though. Dude, I watched the first, like, 30 minutes of it. And, I mean, everyone knows Ronnie Coleman. Lightweight, yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Massive. And you hear other Mr. Olympias talk about Ronnie Coleman, and they talk about him as the greatest of all time. Yeah. Like, he is this generation's, or not generation, not our generation, but he's the, the greatest bodybuilder ever. I guess you can say our generation, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... Now the dude is crippled. Yeah. Like he is walking around with crutches and yeah. he's got to be in his 50s, right? And he's still leg pressing heavy weight. Like I don't understand that. It just goes to show like we're talking about like being underneath that load constantly yeah. and you're saying how if you like to lift heavy that's fine, but long term it's not really going to do you any favors. Are you like you have to understand how it's when you become more aware of your body, you'll start to feel the effects of it. So you'll start to feel the difference of when your body's like very stiff or when it's more fluid. To me, fluidity is always the goal. Yeah. So if sure. you can, if you see somebody move, like you can tell a person that can move well and that can't just by like the jerkiness of the movement, the stiffness of the movement. You can tell if someone can get into a squat easier if it's very challenging mm-hmm. for them. Um, but then we also want to see the fluidity from like transitionally from movement to movement that's why i like the uh the flow so much we talked about that being the last progression because the flow i can see okay how fluid can i get from this to this from a lunge um back into a squat um into a half kneeling position into that like how does that all look um 
And do they, does someone have to stop and think about it all the time? Or is it something that's just kind of like more natural? I can tell them to do it. And then right away, they're like, boom, 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 linking that stuff together. Um, So to me, that is really like the final frontier. I want to have fluidity. I want it to look, I mean, look at like a ballet dancer or something like that. You can tell they have command over their bodies in a way. Um, And then I'm just looking for control. So, you know, can I stop and stabilize when i want to or let go when i want to of course you know dude that's such a it's a great thing to hear you know like it's a special thing to get your body into doing some sort of flow right healthy as fuck right right definitely ever since i've been doing this style of movement this last year i don't know that i've ever one felt so good physically Yeah. yeah have been living more of like a passionate lifestyle number right. two number three learning how to deal with stress uh from a mental standpoint and just kind of like understanding that the moment is the moment and taking everything in while it's happening not really worrying so much about the the future or the past and maybe that's due to other practices like meditation and fasting for that matter yeah definitely um but ever since i've been doing this type of movement man like i've been feeling just on another level of good like another level of healthy another level of excited for living regardless of what shitty situation i may be in in that moment absolutely i mean i'm it's great to hear you say that but i feel the same i feel amazing it's crazy i'm gonna be honest with you like and i love like kind of talking to you about this and like and talking about it more because You know, when it comes to finding exercise routines that you like and such, you know, the average person who goes to college, gets their job, working like crazy, making their money, finding out their purpose in this life, unfortunately, their fitness, physical fitness and mental fitness falls by the wayside. Sure, yeah. You know, and to find something that's so fun and maybe, I said this before, it's difficult to learn in the beginning. Like it's... Yeah, but you also, I mean, give yourself some credit for like being proactive in that process as well sure like yeah. culturally we don't we want the path of least culturally, resistance. we want the path of, path of least resistance and we have taking taken such a like we've made like the scientific like process such a thing to where we are not open to like more obscure ways of thought like yoga for instance Like, there's no doubt that yoga can be very great for you, Uh right? Like, there's no doubt that the people that are, like, in the practice of yoga that are doing these, like, amazing things with their body, that Mm -hmm. that is is an awesome thing. But it's still not accepted in the West for what it really is. It's just, it's been made trendy, and now it's, like, but everyone wants to turn it still into, like, a... I'm a yogi. A power, like, a power yoga thing, you know? Like, um, so, but yoga itself, the idea of, like being more aware of your body and being mindful when you're going Mm -hmm. through these movements and it being a lifelong journey of understanding the body and health and how all these systems are, are work together. Like that is like at the root of yoga, you know, the balance of these chakras and these meridians, right? Like that's, that's deep stuff. And you just listen, you just don't see that. I mean, there's definitely some great yoga programs, I'm sure. But I, I think, overall culturally we don't look at yoga that way 
you know. For sure. No, I agree with you. I don't think we do. It, it, like I said, and we don't it, care to. It's missed. Yeah. It's more of like, I need to go do yoga, hot yoga, because I feel so good. Right, right. You know, and I mean, right. I'm, I'm guilty of it too. Whatever, fuck it. Whatever, like, gets you into something. Yeah. You know, but... I guess, you know, we get into it because of our simple understanding of something. Right. Well, before you, we can take it. You have dive. to, yeah. You have to, like, have some type of passion for it to go deeper. Yeah. Because, you know, culturally, like, you're not going to just pick that up just from, like, everyday conversations. For sure. That's something you have to, like, seek out yourself. Yeah. Um, it's the same thing with, like, learning to be a better trainer. Yeah, like, exactly. All this stuff. And, it's the same thing. So you can just take that information so, and apply yeah, it I mean, anywhere. you can't, like, I can't blame somebody for not for not looking at movement that way because it took me a long time to get to that point and for I sure. had to be like searching for it. Like for it's sure. not like it just was in my face. Um, so, but that's why I like, that's why I love my job because then I can help convey this information sure. and help people, you know, get to a point where they, they didn't think they can get to. And you're just, you're 30. It's just starting for you now. I'm excited about the future, man. Me too. You know, I'm working on something called restorative mace training mm-hmm. with Viking Ninja just based on, how I mix my understanding of movement with my understanding of fascial lines and how, how the steel mace can affect structure for good or for bad. We talked about how like, and you know, in a bad way it can, it can cause like a, an issue to become more problematic um, that somebody might have with their body. But on the other note, if you know how to manipulate the mace, well, you can get more out of a movement in a way that you want it to more specifically um, so that you can help bring someone's body back to balance faster, which is awesome. Yes. And everyone likes faster. Everyone likes faster um, because I could just dramatically change what their body is doing currently in, in a negative way and change that into a positive very quickly. If I know how to what's quickly, that. what's quickly, sometimes it could be depending on, depending on, the imbalances that someone might experience like the, the, the degree of them depending on the the strength already of the person or the right. athlete and their experience exercise their understanding of exercise yeah. all those things so let's say it was it, a, it could happen like literally the first session i mean really so let's say it was like a high school senior who's in the off season of football yeah and they've had you know a hip uh let's just say that not an injury but they've had a hip bothering them sure right they, you know, maybe they're, you know, they they step inward a little bit when mm. they're when they're lunging or there's something off, whatever. What how what's fast with somebody like him or her doing a steel mace workout in the first week, two weeks, three the, weeks? The first week, I mean, my goal is the first week they're they're not going to be feeling the pain. Within the first week, the pain is going to be gone. Yeah, within the first week. I mean, I. My that's goal fast. is that's, always that's Jimmy John's freaky fast. That's right? freaky fast, man. But my goal is to feel for everyone to feel significantly better after the first session I see them, and that session is a complimentary session, and most of the time that's how people feel. I'd say. I agree. Yeah, I agree. But you know, sometimes it just it's it's a it's a puzzle, man. The human body, there's no you know we always like to look for like one answer. You know, and then, you know, the further you get from our profession, the more like absurd that question becomes when people are like, so I got a knee problem. Like, what do you think? What's that the is? best way to do and, it? And so like to me, I'm like, well, I mean, there's there could be a thousand different reasons why you have a knee problem. So depending on that reason, that's the answer. But I can't just, you yeah. know, tell you through the phone. Yeah. 
hey, do these three exercises and your knee will feel great. And traditionally, like, that's kind of been protocol for people sure. that go, you know, that go have surgery and then they get into their, their PT and Awful. their PT is like, oh, like, let's just do these five exercises yeah. after two weeks and no one's one, no one's ever going to do them, you know? No, right. <laughs> well, it's like what? Like what? I mean, not to shit on physical therapists because they obviously no. help, but like, yeah, I, I don't. I'm just, I'm just saying the way we've been doing things has been trying. It's, it's gotten such so cookie cutter because it's been more from like, it's just for more for like business standpoint. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I actually, I've met a lot of a lot of uh, PTs that are like have their own practice because they didn't like when they had to to work for like you know an insurance company or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. and and they had to like do this protocol yeah like i've met pts and they were like i actually wish i was a personal trainer because then i feel like i could at least like do some things that i want to do with someone yeah i'm surprised that there's not a lot of overlap like people get there into is. pc is there now you mean overlap and oh, overlap is like trainers being more physical therapists and physical therapists becoming trainers like i know yeah. the two go together yeah. for sure but i haven't come across a ton of combination pt physical therapists and personal trainers together you, you know don't what I'm and so when i was um i met a lot of them through this anatomy trains program was like pt people that were wanting to become manual therapists but that also were kind of passionate about movement like when i told them i was a, a, a personal trainer they were like happy about it and yeah. were wanting to talk to me about like things that i've yeah. found in like my practice and stuff like that and that's kind of where I had these conversations. Um, but some of the instructors are like personal or like physical therapists, personal trainers, um, yoga instructors, and like something else. And and that's kind of how they've been able to bring this unique blend of things yeah. into the mix. Yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting. Okay. We fucking looked at the steel maze from a ton of those angles that yeah. I wanted to. And I really like that. Nice. Um, talk a little bit about... Uh, your CBD company and how you can use supplements like CBD to get yourself in a parasympathetic state. Sure. Because um, that's another another avenue we can go and do this, right? There's meditation. Yeah. Working on your breathing, getting your mind in a re relaxed or rested state right yeah. after a, a crazy day of whatever it may be. For sure. Um, and then, you know, you can use these herbal supplements so talk Definitely. to me a little bit about um, your philosophy behind Well Vibes and and all that. Yeah, so I know well, we talked a little bit about it before. We did, but it's also there was some stuff that I left out. You know, I think there's some stuff that I left out. Um, so Tincture, I got into it. Tinctures, balms. Yeah, I uh, started making some of that stuff of my own. Basically, I I just like I was just doing a lot of research, and then I I started understanding like, wow, like a lot of like medicinal herbs are common plants that we see like a, so a lot of them are like we would consider weeds mm -hmm. and so i thought that was very interesting because mm -hmm. i was like wait so you're telling me that a lot of these like weeds that are just like dandelion leaf right we like dandelion dandelion leaves are like a new thing like you can go to like some hip organic yeah you find it in a lot of uh like uh you know like uh wheatgrass supplements yeah. and like yeah uh, and, and people they, they'll serve them in like you know you go to a, a restaurant downtown chicago and they'll have this like super organic restaurant super expensive and they'll be serving some like dandelion, dandelion. leaves in with your with your salad yeah but dandelions are like some of the most nutritionally dense weeds and are just plants in general greens they're actually like 
you can treat them like you would treat like you know arugula or something like that like you just take the leaves off and like eat them and you know um but i found when i found out that those were medicinal and then i just started looking into more stuff i'm like man like we don't we don't take advantage of this stuff at all um and it's a game changer you know it totally is a game changer especially in this day and age yeah (laughs) everyone's so like sporadic all the time yeah you know and i i think about i think about kids too like high school kids in particular is just like they're very stressed out about things and their perspective may be very limited as far as you know their upbringing and all that yeah but like i want to teach them how to use breath work and exercise and meditation and and getting good sleep to get the get them out of that stressed out state for sure you know what i'm saying and we you know you can very quickly lose track of like how it feels to really feel good yeah you know for sure (laughs) for sure it's like what does feeling good feel like yeah you know the whole i hate mondays is stupid Uh, i don't i want to get out of here faster like that becomes part of your dna your identity for doing it for long enough you can't it's you really can't take for granted each day man like yeah it doesn't matter the day if you can you want to be able to find some type of like beauty in that particular silver day. lining something good feeling good yeah. like dude I, what what's your what's your diet like would do you follow any particular protocol uh i don't i mean i have so i have because uh, you're a, you're a slender looking fit 30 year old man <laughs> i'm uh i have jacked as fuck went through precision nutrition program precision nutrition um it's like like one of the one of the top nutrition nutritionist certifications mm-hmm. Um, so I went through that to just how to get a better understanding of food period. Yeah. Um, so I'm just a very, like, I don't like to put too many, like restrictions, restrictions and stuff. I just don't like that. I mean, I like to eat. Um, so I'm just like, all right, just give me a better understanding of like food. So at least know, I know when I eat bad, like how, what's the best thing I can do to like turn this into more of a positive situation and like. How do I, how do I am able to eat well somewhat easily on a regular basis? Yeah. How can I tell what food's actually good for me? Um, so just basic nutritional education has been helpful. I mean, there's times where I know I want to eat cleaner cause I'm like, I want to change my body composition. So maybe I'll start to implement some strategies. I'll start like recently it's been like canned fish, hmm. like, and like boneless, skinless, like anchovies, like yeah. tuna yeah yeah um, i got a friend of mine who you know stuff like that. sardines yeah yeah day. and they're good and i i'm starting to like them but it's just like little things like that you can add in that are like quick too yeah for sure um i got an instant pot right, last instapot? year instant pot pressure, pressure, pressure cooker. cooker yeah um that thing is is Pretty real awesome it's real too. yeah yeah i like that thing cool dude um i think we fucking nailed it I think we did, man. It was I, it was good. I think we nailed it. it. That good. was that was a little fun. And I, there's still so much to uh, <laughs> there there's is still so much to talk about. Really, there really is. And I feel like any time that we want to do this, like I talk to you, we can do it remotely. We can do it in here. Like every week, I'm trying to put something different together. Like I like it in the studio. I'm gonna be honest. It's something I, about being in the studio that makes me feel like, cool, man. I love having you, know, you here. I think this is fun. I'm glad that is. I finally got my computer fixed and went through all that shit. But like, I plus, yeah, you're becoming my friend now, and I like this hanging yeah. out. This yeah. is cool. Absolutely. And, um, I, dude, I just I, I learn from you, you know. And I'm around a lot of people all day, and I'm trying to spit as much knowledge as possible. And it's good to get reinforced from a guy like yourself who's got a ton of 
knowledge and you know has worked with a lot of people work with a lot of clients so i'm grateful for you like to take time out of here out of your busy day i know you got a wife and a family and you come over here and you you spit your knowledge so i'm grateful i appreciate that man i appreciate that i'm I'm grateful that you have me over um i also just want to say man tomorrow uh march 5th it's my little girl's birthday man first birthday oh my god shout out to brooklyn happy birthday happy birthday brooklyn she doesn't know what i'm saying right now but one day she'll appreciate one day it. she'll appreciate it one wow day. dude what are, you, what are the plans um so we had a party for her yesterday um oh. it was uh it was pretty funny one to say the least man. yeah it's How's just funny feel? like they just have no idea what's going on you know what i mean <laughs> she's just like she just knows that she got a lot of stuff that she likes like, cause she just likes like new stuff. She gets tired of her toys, you know. A lot of love. She like toss it. She just wants to reach for whatever's new. Yeah. But like a lot of loving. Um, she just looking. She was like, why are these people here? You know. Yeah. Um, man. But she's super cute. So uh, so cute, man. Good. Just, I, she is beautiful. Man. Brooklyn. She's got. She's adorable. Yeah. Um, I hope you're enjoying that because uh, it's great. I definitely. mean, it's like what, what's, what we're hardwired. That's why we're doing all this shit, right? Yeah. So that we yeah. can procreate. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like we talk about aligning our physical structure and yeah. like maximizing our mental capacity. Why? Because we want to be there for the next generation. Ultimately. Exactly. Exactly. For you know? sure. So uh, I'm, I think it's awesome. I'm glad. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see how this relationship kind of develops and how much we can feed off one another and keep going, dude. I appreciate you. Yeah, man. I appreciate you too. Awesome. Thanks. Thanks. And that was the podcast, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. It was a fun conversation for me to have. As always, he is, uh, Howard is filled with knowledge. And you should follow his Instagram at Body by Bowens and take as much as you can from him. I look forward to talking to him next time. We are going to get together once every week or every other week or so and, and put some uh, put some content together. I'm excited. Thank you to the sponsors. Thank you to Action Coffee. Go to drinkaction.com right now. Use promo code Danny, get 12% off. And uh, try that amplified coffee, that MCT-infused coffee. It's awesome. French press, my way to go. And Well Vibes Organic CBD. Use promo code Danny at checkout. Get 20% off your first order. Okay? Check it out. The tinctures, the balm. I'm a huge fan of the balm. Just rubbing it on my shoulders, my neck, my chest, you know, massaging it in there. It's awesome. So that's it, everybody. Uh, Thank you for listening to the podcast. It means a lot to me. I love doing this. I love sharing knowledge. I love sharing information and interacting with you interesting people, you intelligent, interesting people out there changing uh, perspective and, and enjoying life and hanging out and just doing all this together. So check out my Instagram if you haven't, Danny Cole Fitness. Let's connect to there. That's it, people. Enjoy.